Hey y'all, this is Monet. <laughs> this is Travis Miller. <laughs> and you're listening to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One Podcast. Podcast. So first off, we want to say thank you and we appreciate you for taking the time out of your good. day and your schedule to listen to this episode of the Becoming One Podcast. We want to say we appreciate you, especially those who've been rocking with us since day one, two, ten, whatever the case might be. We thank you and we appreciate you for coming back and listening and coming back for more. And we want to say hello to the first time listeners. You didn't have to take time out of your day or your schedule to listen to this podcast at this very second, but you did, and we appreciate you for that. If you did not know, you can find us on social media at The Miller Initiative, which is our business page. And if you want to email us, you can actually send us an email asking us questions, some sharing stories, some topics, topics that you want us to discuss at becomingonepodcast at gmail.com. That's becoming O-N-E podcast at gmail.com. Did I miss anything? It's been a minute. I got to get back into my groove, y'all. No, no, I think that's good. That's why we're here. Yeah. So, as always, y'all know how I got to do. Travis, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing good today. I had to take a little break from studying, and we'll kind of get into that a little later as far uh-huh. as studying and the tests and that whole process goes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was uh, about burnt mm-hmm. <laughs> this past week. I couldn't concentrate. Like Cajun burnt or just burnt burnt? Like burnt burnt. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't really think. So I had to take a couple of days to get my mind right. I understand that. What about you? What you want? You know, I, the children, they are, they are tiring me out. And I don't know if I need to even really dive any further into that because I think anybody who is either a stay-at-home mom or um, the main caregiver during the day for children understands how doing that, you know, six, seven days a week can be tiresome. So with that, I am just, I'm just tired. I'm physically tired. I'm mentally tired. I'm tired. So yeah, it's been that kind of season. We got a lot that we... Uh need to do not the needs to get taken care of so it is what it is but since we're on the subject of this season let's talk about it 2021 i feel like i mean you see all the memes and stuff about 2021 how there's only a few months left i think there's like um the meme is uh i don't know if it's avengers it's like the guy with the wings what's his name the black guy with the wings Falcon, Falcon. You'll see him at Captain America. It'll be him being 2021, and it'll be like 2022 is coming in like four months, and then Captain America is like us trying to recover from 2020. I, I ain't never, I ain't never seen. It. You, you're not on social media, so you wouldn't have probably. I mean, like seen I'm it. on it, but I ain't like exactly. You know what I mean? Me, on the other hand, yeah. So um, it's just funny because it just seems like 2021. First, it's flown by, but it just seems as though the stuff happening in 2021 is just an echo of a lot that happened in 2020. So, with that being said, we're kind of going to recap and, uh, I guess, catch all up to speed on what's been happening in our 2021. I think when we last left off, we were talking about Travis taking his PE test. Yeah, Let's so... Let's talk about it. Yeah, so, uh, I didn't pass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I didn't pass. Uh, I was studying. I did all the all that jazz, but mm-hmm. I missed it by seven points. So now, with the time that we have left, we got like what six weeks. Yeah, there's. So I signed up for it again. I'm taking it again, and I have like five or six weeks left. I gotta check the date. I'm pretty sure it's five and a half weeks. I will just call it six anyway. So I have it in October, and I've been right back to the same study schedule. 
except this time it's more detailed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I only missed it by seven points, so it's not like I didn't understand the, what was going on. Right. It's just there was, you know what I mean? You just miss it. And one thing that if you're not in the engineering world, you wouldn't know this. I didn't know this until he explained it to me, but it's not that he missed seven actual points. Like, we don't know how many questions he actually got right, and then they decided oh, you know what, we're going to throw this question out. So in theory, had they kind of left the test alone, we don't know if his score would have been sufficient or not because they decide which questions are need to be thrown out based on how many people might have gotten them wrong or based on the fact that they might think, oh, this question was too easy, we can't use it. And so after they get done throwing out however many questions. Yeah, but we don't know if that doesn't happen on every single test. There's a lot of unknowns. We don't know. Oh, all I know is I need to take it again. Yes. That's all I know. They sent out an assessment. I need to take it again. But this is what I learned from it. So, obviously, when it first happened, I was like, you know what I mean? It felt like it was It was a blow. I felt heavy for probably about five minutes. You know, I don't really (laughs) stay that long anymore because I got a whole bunch of stuff that I need to do. So, I felt heavy for about five minutes. I was upstairs and wanted to shed a couple tears. And it, I was up there, like, like not shaking, but my mind was just like, man, is this a dream? All that stuff I did, and I did, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It wasn't enough to pass. So afterwards, they're just like, all right, man, ain't nobody coming to save you. Ain't nobody going to feel bad for you. You missed it. My goal was to pass the first time. Now, not very many people pass the first time just because it's that difficult of a test. But that was my goal to pass the first time. But it didn't happen. So now I just get right back to it and try again. Um, And that's what most people have to do. Most people take the test two or three times. Uh, I'm studying with people who are retaking the test. I mean, it it just is what it is. And the reason why I want to be vocal about that and vocal about not passing, like a lot of people, they don't pass. And then next thing you know, they'll like disappear. And then they pop up again when they do pass. Mm -hmm. And that's because it's like, Yo, I don't want to tell everybody that I failed over right. and over again. I'm not trying to go through this same thing. You know what I mean? Like, people get embarrassed. It's like, oh, you didn't pass again. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. You, you, you must be dumb. You you stupid. You know, that's the, the type of feeling that comes on you. Uh, not me, but a, a lot of people that I know of, uh, is they just stop. Or they'll actually quit because, like, well, this must not be for me. Uh, but I don't believe in any of that because people have like this misconceived notion that you have to be perfect to be great or you have to be perfect to succeed and it's just not the truth like the actual truth like success is you going failing figuring out what you can tweak figuring out what you can do better and then going back at it until you win you get what i'm saying i do and it actually reminds me of a conversation we were having a few days well it might have been like a couple weeks ago or something i don't remember but one of the things you were talking to me about was scientists. Like, how many times do they get stuff right? Yeah. Um, and the they got like an eighty percent, ninety percent fail, fail rate. rate. And most people don't think of a scientist and be like, "Oh, they're failures," or "Oh, they're dumb." But when it comes to other areas of life or other occupations, if something is not mastered immediately, there is this this culture in in American, you know, standards of living of, you have to do it right the first time, you shouldn't have to repeatedly do something. You know, if if somebody tells you the first time, you should just understand. And it's just difficult to function with that mindset 
believing that you need to master something the first time or if you make a mistake something's wrong with you as opposed to looking at it from the angle of okay this didn't work out now let me this is data collection what did I gather from this experience what did I learn from this experience what did this teach me so moving forward I could be more strategic the next time I do it right and that's why I want to be vocal about failing because I'm like yo it happens mm-hmm. you're gonna miss you're gonna miss the mark you're not gonna hit your points you're not gonna reach your goals sometimes you're gonna have to sit back and start over even when I was in school like the the, <laughs> the admitted, what do you the people call it advisors mm-hmm. yeah the advisors Counselors. it was like hey Travis uh you working a lot, and I don't know if you got enough time to really do what you need to do to pass all these classes. So they they were advising me to switch to another uh, major. Major. And I'm like, nah, this is the one I want. This is the one I'm going to. I don't really want to go into. It's funny now. He's <laughs> like, I shut it No, I mean, I I don't dislike engineering. Mm-hmm. That's just flat out. I don't dislike it. I just want. I want more freedom. But anyway, that's yes. besides the point. So. Uh, they're advising you to do different and it's like no you, I'm going to keep going at this until I get it because this is what I want mm-hmm. so instead of letting people think that you have to be perfect and you have to have like this high level of uh, perfection or excellence like if you don't get it on the first time then it's not for you but no nah, there's a whole bunch of people out here the majority of people will have to fail and try again and fail and try again you watch the movies and it's either a guy that doesn't do anything right and then finally gets it or somebody that's like absolutely perfect but there's a lot of people in that middle who are great and they still don't get it on the first time mm-hmm. so uh, the the thing that I think about, for me, I like basketball, right? Yeah. So what I think about, and it didn't make me look at things differently, but it just made me look at it with more detail. Yeah. So there are a lot of players that train in the offseason. Some mm-hmm. of them just, you know, screw it off and they don't really do anything. But there's a lot of players who train in the offseason for many different teams. But there's only one team that comes out a champion at right. the end of the season. Right. That doesn't mean that the players didn't train in the offseason or they didn't did they didn't do what they needed to do, right? That doesn't negate everything else that they've done. It just means that they need to go back, tweak it, and start again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of different variables in it. But that's the closest thing that I can think of. So for me, uh, that was me making it to the the finals. Yeah. And then getting punched in the mouth like, nah, mm-hmm. boy. <laughs> nah, rook, rookie, because that was so my sorry, first time sir. getting there. It's like, you just get punched in the mouth. I was like, nah, go back and try again. Yeah. So that's the only thing that I'm going to do is go back and try again. If this is the way that I'm going, if this is what gets me to the next step, then, you know, it is what it is. So that was my test experience. It was hard for about five, ten minutes. And then I can't let myself sit in that because I know I got to keep going, especially, you know, I had a time where I wasn't, studying because they don't give you the results immediately then as soon as the results came it was like that weekend mm-hmm. i was like right back to it because yeah. i got stuff to do yeah and even with with that just knowing that it takes him what 20 20 to 30 hours a week you're spending studying yeah. something like that um that's difficult in terms of me trying to figure out okay 
knowing that Travis has to do this. This is something that's not just, you know, something he wants to do per se, but this is beneficial for the family in the long run. So knowing that I have to shift my mind and understand that this is something that requires attention and knowing that there are other things that have to shift around that I might have to um, take care of or address that he's just not available to do because he's studying. So when we break it down and even look at the business, so to speak, um, I've had to do um, a lot of the forefront stuff, kind of putting myself out there and, and taking the reins and kind of, you know. Getting over do, that anxiety. Do, yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm having meetings on Zoom. I'm, you know, doing all these different podcasts. I'm planning events. I'm doing the social media stuff. And then all while this is going on, I'm still, you know, I got the, the almost three. She'll be three next week. Got a three-year-old, got a one-and-a-half-year-old, and then I'm, you know, toting the six-year-old back and forth to school. And so it's like me having to really buckle down and focus instead of just being so worked up or anxious or fearful of the whole not knowing what I'm doing kind of thing. And I'm not saying it's easy, and it, it wasn't something that I would say quickly transpired. Um, I think it took me a minute to kind of get out of this mindset of I don't know what I'm doing, so... Let me just sit and think it until I figure it out when what we need in this particular season is, is action. But, you know, that was uh, one of the reasons. I'm not thankful that I failed the test, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that was the reason I can be thankful about the situation is because it kind of forced you to, like, all right, Monet, you, you got to do it right now. Like, there is no, like, pulling back and forth, juggling this. You need to take care of this now so it was like you don't it took away like the option of not doing it mm -hmm. type of thing so and i think that caused a lot of growth it i think it did too and one of the things that i'm having to constantly remind myself is giving myself grace um i don't necessarily know how to do everything i don't have everything figured out but even with that it's like i've never done this before yeah. and so because I've never done this before, I have to be gracious with myself to make those mistakes. I have to be gracious with myself to know that I might have to do something two, three, four times before I get the result that I want to see. And, you know, just even thinking about the idea of waiting until I'm comfortable before I do something or waiting until I'm comfortable before I have stuff figured out. It's like if I never take the first step and if I don't stumble and if I don't fall, then I'm losing opportunities to actually learn. I'm losing opportunities to say, OK, I tried this. This ain't working. Let me do something else. Because if I just sit and try to figure it out, who knows when I'll actually get started. I mean, it like we kind of talked about earlier, too, it just it is what it is. Like, you got to get to that first failure. You got to get out there. If you fail, I mean, just fail. <laughs> it just is what it is. Everybody's going to do it. It's going to happen. Even if you were successful, like, let's say you really were an overnight success. You started a business, and next week or the next day you're a millionaire, mm -hmm. right? A year later, you could do something and lose a million dollars. Yeah. And you could be right back to your thousandaire, thousandaire status or wherever you was at. Mm -hmm. And that's a failure. That's something that you have to live by. But you just learn from it and then go back and make that million dollars over again. Like Whatever it is, just get through it. It's probably something that you needed to know anyway. And then when you think about the person you become during the journey. So when you say, like, I could become a millionaire next week. I think part of it is in the process to becoming the millionaire, in the process of, you know, creating this functional 
well-to-do, successful business, there are things that you learn along the way. So I'm learning stuff now to where when, you know, five, 10 years from now when the business has transformed and grown, I need to go through all of this now in order to become this person that I know that I'm, I'm going to be in the next five or 10 years. There are lessons that I'm learning now that help me become and grow into this person that I know I'm going to be in the next five or 10 years, which is preparing me for the weight of, you know, having employees and managing meetings and doing all this other stuff. So I have to get through this now because when it comes down to it in five or 10 years, I'll have already been prepared for all the stuff that's to come. Right. And you have to be the person that when they hit that failure, they just get back up and keep going. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's coming. And I'm not saying that you have to become that person. You just have to be that person. Mm -hmm. It's not a, oh, well, I'll learn how to do it. No, you just, it's like you just do it. Mm -hmm. Right. So you get the team around you, whatever you need to keep going and move past whatever failure it is. You just, you know what I'm saying? Like you just do it. You just pick yourself up or have people pick you up and then that allows you to keep going. And even in this season of, you know, really taking the reins and and having to be in the forefront of doing a lot of stuff for the business, one thing I'm I'm not necessarily learning because I kind of, I understand it, but the thing that I have to be reminded of on a regular basis is that this is in the making. We're in the making right now. Like this, all that we're doing now is a part of the story that will be the Miller Initiative or that is the Miller Initiative rather. And so um, our brand strategist, I don't know if you guys follow her or not. If you don't, you should. Her name is Ja'Kaya Brownchild. She's on Instagram. She's amazing. One of the things she shared um, the other day was talking about how she's been working on this. Like this is a five years in the making, her, her right. branding strategist business. She helps transform brands, but she's been doing this for five years. So to see where she is now and to know that in 2016 is when she was like, I want to leave my job. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do other stuff. Knowing that this is five years in the making. And then I have to sit and think, I'm like, we're one year in this right now. We started the Miller Initiative last year. So we're literally one year of the five years or the mm-hmm. 10 years, whatever you know milestones we hit. But just even giving myself the the pat on the back or giving myself the credit to say, if you look back at where we started a year ago and compare it to where we are now, the amount of growth that we've experienced, the amount of growth I've experienced is significant enough for me to give myself credit and to stop discrediting all the stuff that I haven't necessarily accomplished because it's going to come if you put in the, the time, energy, and effort. Yeah, what did that feel like for you? Because you, uh, like you're, you're talking a little bit about like discrediting yourself and mm-hmm. giving yourself credit or yada, yada, yada. But what did that actually feel like for you in the beginning to start? So I, um, when I don't know how to do something, I kind of uh, get that feeling of a deer in the headlights kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I am like in a daze. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. And, and sometimes when I feel like that, it's hard for me to just do because I don't know what to do. I could be doing a lot of different things, but this is what's funny because I don't do stuff and I'm, I'm spending time not doing and thinking of what I should be doing. Right. And the argument in my head will be, well, I don't want to start doing something and then it's wrong and then I've wasted my time. Mm-hmm. As if sitting and thinking and not doing anything is me being useful with my time. Because I'll sit and think and not do anything for a long time. Whereas I could be doing something and then figure out, wait, this doesn't work. 
I mean, part of it does, but this doesn't really, it's not doing it for me. Let me do something else. But even yeah. in that, I'm learning. Right. It's all, all of it's learning. You know what I mean? It's, it was kind of like uh, <laughs> earlier when we were talking and you, I asked you, well, what do you, what do you think you want to know about this roadcaster? And then you started explaining to me like the process of you uh, not answering right away and needing to think about it. And, and if you don't think about it, then this, that, and the third, I was like, whoa, just call, whoa, 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 back up. <laughs> I was like, yo, just tell, say you need to think about it and think about it. Don't, you know, we don't need to have like that, all the extra, you know, you spend that time, spend the time thinking. And then in the same time that you could have told me uh, the explanation of the X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. like you could have known where to, what, what you wanted. At that, that, that's the closest thing, the most recent thing that I can think of, where it's like spinning the wheels. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I used to do the same thing, honestly. I would just sit there and just be like, hey man, I don't really know. But I was working for Donald West. I don't know if you remember him. But, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Donald West. But when I was working with him, he was like, hey man, we ain't got all day. This is my business. This mm-hmm. is what I do to make money. So you're going to have to make a decision. We got to move on. Yeah. So, and that was middle school. So I've been doing stuff like that for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's it's I, I don't I don't have time to sit and think about where it stems from right now, but just knowing and being aware that that's something that I have to overcome mm-hmm. and not allow to let me be stagnant, um, you know, and and even with giving myself credit, I think part of the the issue is I don't either write down or verbally tell myself my own accomplishments. I don't realize that I've actually achieved or accomplished something until most of the time until somebody else points it out. You all would be like, but Monet, you did this. But Monet, you did that. That's a lot. Well, maybe it's something you need to start doing. And, um, and in my mind, it's like, well, this isn't necessarily a lot. This is just what I do. As if what I do can't be big and huge, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. What, what was that? <laughs> because, like, it does what it doesn't. You, you know it is, but you, but you, like, refuse to believe. I don't think it's refusing to believe. You I, refuse to believe. I don't think it's refusing to believe. I think it's just a perception thing. How so? Because something that I do on a regular basis doesn't necessarily seem big or huge because it's what I, I regularly do. And, and maybe it's this idea of energy exertion. Like If it doesn't feel like it's a lot of work, sometimes it doesn't feel like it's big or huge. I don't want a life full of work. Well, you do you know what I'm trying to say? I want to do big things. I don't want a life full of work. But I mean, all of it's essentially gonna be some related to work in some way. Hey, you know, you know, Jay Z, right? Yeah. Is he big? Yes. That man can get in the studio and just without writing anything down, he just will spit out an entire album. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that he ain't doing work. Mm-hmm. But what I am saying is, it's not like he's has to blow his blood vessels in his brain to do it i understand that i don't know maybe maybe i do need to go back and and look at that because i don't think i'm necessarily not believing it i just guess that my idea of what work is needs to be revisited i mean all it is is flowing within your vein like you like everything that we do even because this is kind of goes into what we were talking about for the family dynamic Mm -hmm. you have to get as close to your vein of work as possible so you just flow within your vein so the work the things that you produce Mm -hmm. are going to be what you can most easily do 
Yeah. So it's not like you like if you hate driving, you get anxiety from driving. I'm not saying that you do. Uh-huh. Right? But if that was you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't make you the driver of like a 15 passenger bus cuz you hate driving. You get anxiety from driving. That's not something that you do. You you wouldn't put me in a situation like that? No. But Go on. what you but if you're an organizer, mm-hmm. right? Then I, what I would say is okay, you organize who's going to be on what bus. You do this, you do yada 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 because this is what you do. I understand what you're saying, but I feel like because you wouldn't make me do something, but I think you would strongly encourage me to revisit why I'm feeling the way that I am. So I'm not feeling the way that I am, so then I can drive the bus. I encourage you. This is between us, I push you to do the things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you have anxiety about doing those things right because it's not the thing it's you yes anxiety is within you but not with this thing yes so i push you to do the things that you can do Mm -hmm. i'm just saying i think at some point you would give me to try to drive the bus no i okay no absolutely not because if if it's something that you can't do i'm not gonna push you to do it why can't i drive the bus if you have anxiety and you about to kill somebody, I ain't finna put you on the door to kill 15 people and end up on the news. What they gonna say? Travis said to do it. Now, I done killed 15 people because, well, 16 because you probably dead too. So, is it because it's a bus? Like, if it was a different scenario, no, I, feel like, I feel like you would you would encourage me to do it. No. If nobody else was in danger, I'm saying. No. I'm not saying it, the bus. I'm talking about other stuff. There's other no. areas in my life. Where you encourage me if to do something because you're like, I know she can do this. If it's something that you can do that is within your vein. Mm-hmm. I have studied you, woman. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you can do that's in your vein, that's what you do. That's how your <laughs> brain works. Monet, go do this. That's what I do. Monet, go do this. You can do that. You can figure it out. This is what's funny, because see, I, I think I'm the observant one. He's literally like, woman, study you. <laughs> study everybody. But he, he knows how to study very well. I'm not I literally study, study everybody. Notice little inflections, little movements, yada, yada, yada. Be that as it may. The point is, um, the business is continuously growing and developing and um, while he's studying, you know, like I said earlier, I've been having to kind of grab the business by the reins, pull yep. by the horns, however people say it. You know why? And you know why, people? Because she can. That's why. She can. And in October, after he passes the test, guess who's going to join me in doing more stuff? Hey, I already told this her. This guy over here. I already told her that I'm going to get on her last nerves because the level, if I'm putting, like, imagine... Whatever Monet is doing, now add 20 to 30 hours of another person annoying you to do something like, all right, you got 20 to 30 hours on top of whatever it is you're doing. And my work ethic is like out of this world. Robot. Not, not robot, but you're like, it's like inhuman. Yeah, so, hey, I've already, I already told her, and y'all hear it now too. After this test, workouts for everybody in the house. Everybody. Even the baby. Everybody, workouts, uh, the business, everything. I'm pushing it. All the things. I am pushing it. So, just just know if she's if she's annoyed, you'll already know why. I'm gonna be annoyed. But 
I think it'll just be probably more with me than him because I know that for my own good, here's about me. I'm just a person that's like, if you tell me this is what you want, this is where we're going. All right, we we say we're going this way. We put together the plan. Now let's execute. Yeah. So this is what you told me you want. This is what you told me you're gonna do. So hey, let's execute. Yeah. So and it doesn't it doesn't help anybody for us to not do what we said we were gonna do. Correct. Like we're not in this to to become. I don't know, uh, Bill Gates or whatever. Like we're in this to help people. Mm-hmm. So we're, if we're not doing what we said we're gonna do, we're literally helping nobody. Like I don't want to be the person that's like posting on Instagram inspirational quotes or uh, if you just little tidbits. This is your three-step process to changing your life. I, I I have no, I have no wants. I have no desire to be that guy that just post on Instagram. I want like the real life community, like black family change. And that takes a lot of work. It does. And even when you talk about community, I mean, last year, right before COVID hit anyway, we were like still in the process of like building community and then COVID hit and then we had the whole, the whole church shift situation. And even now we're still trying to build community here, but it's like, mm, but then there's COVID and I don't know where you've been. Yeah. So it's just been hard, y'all. Yeah. Know? But if y'all want to be a part of this community, yeah. y'all want to, you know, join this fight. We talk about the black family. We talk about uh, community like Monet just spoke of. We, what we want to do is bring hope into the black family. We want to help every single member. We want to help the father, the mother, as well as the children. And no other company, no other institution, no other in, uh, corporation mm-hmm. is doing everybody. Yeah. Nobody is. You'll get the father or you'll get the mother and children. But we want to do all of them. So if you want to be a part of that community, if you want to pour into that, uh, you see us wearing some merch here. Hopefully you can see it. But you see us wearing some merch. That's one way that you can help to pour into this community, uh, support the podcast, support our family, support the vision, the mission. Um, another way is to just communicate with us. Uh, I would prefer you to help us financially because that helps uh, That helps us get where we're going faster. Um, but we all still need people to communicate with us. So send those emails, uh, DM us, talk to us, let us know what you need so that we can better service you. Um, another way that you can do that is just continue listening. I mean, there's also an option on Anchor, if this is where you're streaming, to um, do like a monthly support financially, if that's something you choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously listening, and then, you know, we have ads going on. That's another way for you to kind of passively support us. Uh, also, there's an event coming up in Charlotte in December. I'll plug that in other episodes to come. Yep. Uh, that's a way you can support us. Or just liking our com- uh, commenting, sharing, saving our content on Instagram. Yeah, I um, love it. And just, you know, telling people, you know, there's some dope folks and this and is if, a dope business. And if there's businesses around here that are serving the community, businesses that are directed to serving the community, let us know. Uh, we'll plug them here. As, we'll do as much as we can to get those businesses out there so that they can better serve the community and hopefully they'll get you know, paid and kind. Yeah, and, and when we talked about it just a minute ago, you know, with all things COVID, especially with newer families moving here all the time, it's hard to connect. It's hard to establish community. It's hard to find your people and your tribe. 
But like we said, you know, if you're a listener and you know about us and you know what we about and what we do, you know, you could be a part of our community. You can join us and, you know, just rally around and support the cause and help us to restore hope to the black family and change the narrative. Um, so like Travis said, you can email us, definitely DM us, and you can leave us voice messages in our DM as well. Or if you're listening on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message there too. Um, I love to connect with people. I love responding and hitting up people and, and having conversation and dialogue. So that's what it's all about, being there, supporting people, and really getting into the, the black community and, and, and locking arms and, and being, you know, a, a support to everybody. Got something in my eye. I'm sorry. I feel like you got an eyelash in my eye. You probably do. I'm back, back. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah, but uh, back to what we were talking about, though. Uh, 2020 to 2021 has been kind of crazy here, which is why we had to take that break. And uh, we needed it, you know? Like yeah. I said before, I was, well, I don't know if I said it here, hmm. but I was on the edge of burnt out. Oh, you did so I was, that. Yeah, I was just about burned out when, after that test, it was like teeter and like on the edge of I'm done. What's kind of funny, at one point, Travis was, uh, because we were doing two episodes a week, and I suggested, I was like, well, maybe we should just do one. And he was like, no, you know, traction, we're doing good. Um, But then eventually the decision was made to go down to once a week, and then we ended up taking a break anyway. And so I think that that was the best thing that we probably could have done, because with everything that was going on and the test and all the things, I think a break and like a reboot, especially because we have recorded so many episodes to be able to do a season two, I think was necessary. Yeah. Now, if I would have passed the first time around, no, there would've we would have been, been Gucci. But I ain't passed. So it is what it is. And we needed it, though. Uh, so we're just at the, the end here of uh, this test period. And we should be back to normal. And regularly scheduled right? programming. Yep, every week. So we're down. We're going to just do once a week because, like I said, we don't want to be the people that are just doing this online, Instagram, Facebook type of business or whatever. Right. We want to make real change, which means that we have to put in real time. Exactly. So, and if we are putting in real time, y'all have to understand that we still have a real family with yes. real children and a real Three relationship. You know what I mean? We need time for ourselves. We need time for our friends. We need time for our children. You know what I mean? And we need time just for everybody to just be so that none of that goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. And by the way, folks, I'm still working a job. Yes. You feel me? Like this, this is how we how we do for the family, how our stuff gets paid for, how we do whatever we're going to do. I'm working. Like working, working. You feel me? I am working a job right now. So all of that takes time. So we, we we have to give where we can. Yeah. Um, and it's not that we don't like doing this. I love doing the podcast, it, but it, we just have to prioritize. Yeah. So we have to prioritize real change. And the podcast can get, do change, but you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I feel you. I understand yeah. what you're saying. So, y'all, um, again, if you're listening, make sure you share this with somebody. Make sure that you share it on Facebook, on Instagram. Let people know about us if they haven't had the opportunity to hear our podcast yet. Tell them about Becoming One Podcast, especially if you have any newly engaged or newly married folks in your circle. Tell them about us. Let them know. Yep. So, once again, y'all, this is Confidently Free. Aww. I knew he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. Hey, y'all, this is Travis Miller. And Monet Miller. 
and you just listened to another episode of the Becoming Becoming One One Podcast. Podcast. All right, y'all. Be easy. Peace.